Good Tuesday morning. It's a gorgeous, sun-filled Tuesday morning as temperatures are rising through the 70s, headed toward the mid-80s, a classic summer day. And it's time for our community health update with the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force. Back from a one-week hiatus, Milford Mayor Sean Strube and infectious disease specialist Dr. Doug Mannion joining me on this Tuesday morning. Guys, good morning. Hey, good morning, George. Morning, George. Good morning, gentlemen. Sean, I know you have lots to talk about. We missed you last week. Lots going on in the Milford area and the surrounding area. Uh, there is. Uh, one uh, quick thing I wanted to talk about was a virus other than COVID, um, which is the, uh, we've been working with the State Department of Health. There were a few mosquitoes in Milford found with the West Nile virus. So we've done some remediation, uh, both a little bit of spraying to kill adults and some effort to find places where the, where the eggs are hatched. Uh, so just to urging people to keep your lawns mowed, your, your brush, uh, uh, clipped back, weeds whacked, and especially uh, any standing water. Uh, I learned a lot about mosquitoes in the last week. Uh, and, and anywhere where there's stagnant water, especially if it's protected, like, you know, the little bit of water that gathers in a tire or in a wheelbarrow or in a bucket. Yeah, and with all this rain, that's real easy to have happen. We have had such an amazing amount of rain this summer and uh, the other day. No exception to the rules, so a lot of standing water there, Sean. Yeah, absolutely, and and we don't need any more viruses. Uh, in terms of activities in the borough, you know, Ann Street Park has become practically like a cultural center. We've got uh, free yoga there on Wednesday mornings, and on Saturday mornings we're having story time, which is really wonderful. Uh, where somebody reads a story for little kids. It's at ten thirty every Saturday morning. Meet at the gazebo in Ann Street Park, and it's really been a wonderful collection. Uh, and I think they've invited me to read in a week or two. Uh, but that's every Saturday morning, 10.30 at Ann Street Park. Yoga on Wednesday mornings at 10 o'clock. That's family beginner yoga. So it's, if you're interested in it, it's a good place to, to check it out. And then on Sunday, this coming Sunday in Ann Street Park, from 4 to 6 p.m. is the uh, Opera Pike Park event, which is an outdoor uh, opera concert. It is free. There's a lot of space on the lawn. Uh, and we did it two years ago, and it was really magnificent. People had a great time. We had almost 500 people two years ago, so we're expecting that size crowd or larger this year. And it's the Academy of Vocal Arts from Philadelphia, and they perform some of the best-known arias from different operas. They do some show tunes from Broadway. It's a very accessible, fun program and a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. And hopefully uh, the weather gods got the rain out of its system for a few days, and we'll have better weather this coming Sunday than we had last Sunday. Well, the long-range forecast, partly sunny and a 40% chance of a shower. Uh, no Henri uh, anywhere to be found, uh, upper 70s. So uh, you could have the, the day happen and not have a drop of rain, Sean. There we go. There you go. All right, Dr. Doug, I know you've been quietly waiting in the wings to disperse more information. Uh, yeah, but I do have a, a, a personal thing to announce. So uh, my girlfriend Megan and I, Sean's sister Megan Strube and I actually did the story time this weekend and Megan did the reading and she did a great job. I tell you, to, to look at the faces of those little kids uh, just filled with delight. It was really, really wonderful. So we're hoping to extend that through the month of September and, and I'll be doing one. I think Sean's volunteered to do one. So hopefully we can kind of keep that very good thing going. Nice. And also I just wanted to wish Megan a happy birthday. So her birthday was yesterday, a, a day late, but happy birthday. And who, who's this, Doug? Who's this, Megan? <laughs> Megan is my girlfriend ah. who happens to be Sean's sister. Okay. All right. Happy birthday, Megan. 
there you go. So uh, the big news <laughs> everyone's talking about today, of course, is that the Pfizer-BioNTech RNA vaccine uh, received full approval from the US FDA yesterday. Uh, there's a lot of misunderstanding about what that means. Uh, uh, but what it does mean is that for people over the age of 16, they have now reviewed a full dossier of data uh, with at least six months of safety follow-up on all 44,000 people that were in the study that was randomized half to placebo, half to active vaccine. So they now have 22,000 um, people followed for at least six months, and they continue to think that the drug, that the vaccine is safe and effective. The overall efficacy rate has actually dipped from 95% to 91%, and that no one should be surprised by that. There was only two months of follow-up when the when the drug was first uh, authorized for use under the emergency use authorization. So with four more months of follow-up, not surprisingly, there were a few more breakthrough cases. Uh, obviously, the Delta variant has contributed to that. Um, but that has opened the door for some employers, including the federal government, to begin vaccine mandates. I, my understanding, I'm not a lawyer, uh, is that the Supreme Court has, has uh, uh, determined that, in fact, it is okay for uh, employers to mandate vaccines. Uh, and so we are seeing some of that happening. We'll see probably more of it, I would anticipate. And all of this is on the backdrop of rapidly rising infection rates around the country. Uh, Pike County has been really holding its own, which is good. We're much higher than where we want to be, but we're actually at the lowest transmission rate of any of the adjoining counties in the Poconos, uh, New Jersey, or New York. Uh, about half as much as in some of those counties. So so that is good, but no one should become complacent. I mean, there's no reason why it is that Pike County that has the lowest vaccination rate uh, will consistently have the lowest transmission rate. It seems like it's just a matter of time, sadly. What is your vaccination rate in Pike County right now? Where has it gone up to? Uh, if the, the Of the entire population fully vaccinated, it's 41%. And at least one shot? Uh, 54%. That's far below what you guys are hoping for. Actually, here, I'll tell you right now because I tracked this very carefully. So, in fact, it is, if it's just open, it is uh, of, of people eligible, it's 54.5% who've received at least one dose. And the number of new people getting a first dose is vanishingly small. Although we are hearing that there is a, has been a little bit of a run on vaccines, I, I, that's only been you know, rumors. I'm hoping that'll be the case and there'll be a big uptick soon in terms of the percentages, but we're not tracking to even reach 60% vaccination of everybody that's eligible. Then I guess the, the other piece of news is that Tony Fauci uh, said yesterday that with current vaccination trends and the propagation of the Delta variant, he does not think that um, we're going to be kind of out of the woods in terms of this pandemic. By the way, the pandemic, the virus will never go away. It will become endemic. But that the pandemic, you know, these uncontrolled transmission rates are likely not going to get down to uh, endemic levels until 2022 at this point. And that's uniquely a, a facet of people not getting vaccinated and not following CDC recommendations in terms of the wearing of masks and other mitigation procedures. What about booster shots, Dr. Doug? So booster shots are already uh, um, authorized by the US FDA uh, for immunocompromised individuals. And uh, they are now reviewing the merits of boosters for uh, healthcare workers, uh, first line responders and the elderly, although they have not yet authorized or approved boosters for that. But it's anticipated that they will be doing so in the month of September. Uh, the Moderna vaccine, they've also submitted a dossier for full approval. It's anticipated that that will occur sometime in the October-November timeframe. And uh, Pfizer is um, 
going to have a, a, a readout of their clinical trial in children under the age of 12, so between the ages of six and 12, six months and 12, in the September-October timeframe. So I'm hoping that uh, at least the Pfizer vaccine should be authorized, if not approved, for use in kids under 12 this calendar year, but it's not currently authorized or approved for children under 12. Okay. I, I have a question to ask. I know it's probably a silly question, but uh, these booster shots, if you had the Moderna shot, the vaccine, do you stay within Moderna or is it okay to take a different type of shot for a booster shot? So the recommendation is that you stick with the vaccine that you got. Uh, there, There's evolving literature about the merits of kind of switching and thus far it looks fairly positive. But unless there's a need for you to switch, you, sh- you should not switch. You stay with, stick with what you know. That's right. Stick with what you got. All right. Anything else you want to pass along? Um, I think, you know, there's very active debates going on in the school districts in Pike County uh, of the three school districts. One of them is mandating masks. That's, uh, that's Walden Popak, but the other two East Stroudsburg and Delaware Valley thus far are not mandating masks. I, I think they should be mandating masks. It's the, you know, the most basic mitigation thing that we could be doing. You know, they're not, they're not going to have a lot of students, uh, uh doing homeschooling this year. Uh, or remote learning. So there's going to be many, many more kids in the school with a much more transmissible variant. And why they would remove the safeguard of mass uh, from a public health perspective, I, I really question that. So I am continuing to see if we can, at least for our school board and DV, to to get the school board to agree at a minimum that people should be wearing masks indoors, everyone including vaccinated people, until the transmission rate gets down to lower levels. All right. Sean, if we can help out the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force, we do what? Uh, go to greaterpike.org, and under the list of funds, there's the Milford uh, COVID Relief Fund, and they can contribute there, which we'd very much appreciate. Fantastic. All right, gentlemen, nice speaking to you, and we'll talk uh, again in a week next Tuesday, and we'll see where everything's going and uh, some great events happening in Milford. You should check those out as well. All right. Terrific. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. All right. Thanks, guys. Time now for your Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Real Rives Report with Adam Marco.